Champ's here. He sure is. I see all these nice hashtags here. Might be time for me to add the most important one. You're at the head of two resurgences this year. That's big, it's a big undertaking. You can concern yourself with this because I'm taking the lead on the important resurgence. The oldest crusade with the 10 pounds of gold. I'm not just taking part in the new NWA. I'm taking the lead. But the fact is, you and I both know, you didn't pick me by accident, and I didn't get here by accident. And that's all there is to it. Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Go Bell Podcast. The storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but ultimately it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like... Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. I am Two Chains. I'm here with Hill, Will Mahoney, and Mr. Giant Crab Jamal. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's going on? Good How's to see y'all. Good to see y'all. Go all caps, all caps. <laughs> yes, indeed, all caps here tonight with a very <laughs> special guest tonight that is all caps in their own way. <laughs> <laughs> As is right. We have the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Nick Aldis. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, gentlemen. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much uh, on your very, very busy schedule um, all over the world uh, to take a little bit of time to hang out with us so we can um, definitely talk, ca catch up with you a little. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, quite frankly, you defending the champion championship all over the world, um, which, bring you, which is bringing you into our area of Nova Pro Wrestling here in the Washington, D.C. area for title defense uh, come June 9th. And then uh, we'll talk about the implications of what happens if you may not leave Nova Pro uh, as the uh, NWA. Uh, 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 <laughs> Shutting that down awfully quick. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> the man who carries the 10 pounds of gold is confident coming into this weekend. <laughs> Come on, guys. I thought this was a, I thought this was a wrestling podcast, not comedy. <laughs> oh. oh, man. We'll have to make sure that Isaiah Frazier and Coach Gator know the what's what the champ is talking tonight <laughs> <laughs> now down I, goes frazier <laughs> oh, <laughs> that that chant might oh start up God. on saturday i didn't even think of that <laughs> uh oh that, uh, i mean well, at least it's something <laughs> okay well uh, who is this coach Gator? i mean i i I'm, un I'm unfamiliar with his work i mean can we, can we talk about can we talk about this chomper for a minute what, what are we doing <laughs> well, Coach Gator is um he's he's a coach from this area. He's um he's scouted some of some of the hottest talent within different territories. And right now his newest protege, Isaiah Frazier, who's trained and um he's bringing him up through the through the through the ropes. And um he 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 set up this this match, this big announcement uh last month 
Well, I mean, well, I know someone must have someone must have backed up the Brinks truck to get the champ. But you know, other than that, I don't know what's going on. I mean, it, it's uh, like at the end of the day, being the real world's champion, it's about opportunity, guys. And sometimes, you know, you take on all comers, you take on the very best, and sometimes you extend an opportunity to uh, you know a ham sandwich. But you know, I'm not going to say which one I'm doing on 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 Saturday night. <laughs> you know, I'll let I'll let the people decide for themselves. <laughs> Well, I can say that for sure. Isaiah Frazier definitely has a big following um, in this area. Um, he is obviously the underdog, but there's been plenty of underdog stories written. And um, he's very confident coming into this. So um, I, I wouldn't oh, quite classify him as a ham sandwich, sort of say. Hey, I but didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I before we get into that, I, I definitely want to take time to say that um, it is super exciting to be part of this, um, to, to, to be able to witness the resurgence of the NWA. I mean, the material that's being put out on the YouTube channel and all over for the 10 pounds of gold series is some of, some of the most remarkable work I've seen on YouTube. It's, it's, it's so good that it almost doesn't deserve to be just on regular YouTube. Like it should be YouTube red Cobra Kai and then mm. NWA 10 pounds of gold series. It's really, really good work. I agree, and and I'm glad you referenced Cobra Kai. That 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 might be the that might be the best thing I've seen, the best original programming I've seen in a long time. Kind of really a great good. show. And look, yes, um, it, you know, it's a it's a it's an interesting um, point of contention for a lot of people. Where they go, it's just on YouTube, and like uh, you know, but <clears throat> you know, once upon a time, they were saying the same thing about you know wrestling being on TBS, or you know, and 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 uh you know the syndicated show and stuff like that it's it, it, there's there's a there's a, a method to the madness in terms of the delivery system you know tv is changing a lot of things are changing and um you know i, I dare say that i mean look there's, there's certainly a lot of variables and a lot of things can change but um from our point of view you know we looked at putting out content in a way that was readily available for people when they want it and not forcing them to only see it at a certain time or, or, you know, seeing it through a paywall or something like that. We want people to see what we can do because we believe that the product we can put out is, is, is a, a great product. And, you know, the response speaks for itself and look, you know, but let's just, let's call a spade a spade. One year ago, who was talking about the NWA world's championship? One year ago, who was talking about the NWA champion? You know, now we're talking about, the fact that uh, you know myself and Cody are essentially headlining the first show in almost a decade that's not a WWE event that's drawn over ten thousand fans, you know, and and it's a featured attraction at that event. Is it the only thing? Absolutely not. Is it you know was it the draw? No, of course, but it is the only advertised match at this point, and it is a a testament to the fact that we got everybody talking and we and we you know we got people's attention we got cody's attention he said it himself no doubt it's um again it's remarkable work and i mean for for you know to 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 kind of gravitate towards the millennials and and, and their attention span the views aren't just coming from just adults you know 20 28 and older and stuff like that that's a huge you know it's it, it's a it's a huge thing for to see views over 7,000 on videos that's only been up for a day and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's pulling in great analytics. And then I think the other biggest thing is, too, 
the NWA championship has been around for years. It's 70 years um, come this year. Yep. And, um, you know, you, you, you have these millennials, you have these people that's 18, 19, 20 years old talking about the NWA championship. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's unheard of because you would think right. that all they know is WWE at this point, And it's not. Right. And, and, and even us promoting this show, I mean, younger generation of people have been reaching out, asking about, asking about you and you know for whatever their questions is nonetheless it's just a wide range of people and it's all based on the work that you guys have put together over this the last couple of years yeah i think you know it, it's a what where we're at you know is a, and i said i i referenced this a little bit in the in the latest episode of 10 pounds of gold um which you know which has been out for a few days now and um you know, it's it centered mostly around, uh, you know, my interaction with Cody in London uh, at the Ring of Honor show. And but the, the the crux of what I was saying was essentially that what this is, is is an example of when to me is when the business is at its best, which is uh, a lot of different creative minds and, and guys with ambition and guys with, you know, with a set of balls coming together and, and on their, their their thoughts and their visions all intersecting at a certain point. You know, we've been able to find a common ground of like what I want to achieve, what what Billy wants to achieve, what Cody wants to achieve, you know, Cody's vision for himself, Ring of Honor's vision for their future, our vision for our future. And it all intersects at this because I, I, I had this discussion with them very early on when I was approached about being part of the new NWA, where I said, you know, I, I don't. I'm not a boxing aficionado, you know, I'm not an MMA aficionado, but I like it and I watch it. But what I really like is when certain fights get made and, and listening to the stories of how they get made and understanding all the different sort of machinations between this guy's manager and that guy's manager and this promotion and that promotion and how they all come together. And I said, there's, there's absolutely no reason why that same thing can't be achieved in pro wrestling. Like the, the, the most frustrating thing for fans I find over the years has been this notion of like, well, this guy can't wrestle this guy because this guy's under contract to this promotion. And, you know, so we'll have to wait, you know, and that match can't happen. And, and, and when you, when you really think about it, you go, why, why can't it? And, and it, when, and it, and it really, it really isn't rocket science because it's like the, the fact of the matter is, is that especially now with the exception of WWE promotions, aren't going to sign guys to long-term contracts unless they are unless they are sort of money guys you know unless yeah. they are sort of a, someone that they can that they can build themselves around so ultimately you are going to keep the guys that are going to draw the most money together separated from each other if you don't work together you know what i mean yeah. like that's mm -hmm. the, and that, that's the sort of ultimate irony of 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 pro wrestling in, in the sort of model that we're in now in that like like over the years i can't tell you the amount of times i had people go oh man i would love to see you wrestle wade barrett you know, like that would be the, you know, because because he was the sort of WWE's kind of, you know, top British heavyweight guy. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, and obviously I was the, the top, you know, and it's and, 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 you know, there's so many different things like that over the years. I'm like, oh, I would love to see you wrestle this guy or that guy. And, you know, and and you think, yeah, it's it's there's money left on the table there. And we yeah. so when we approached this, we kind of went. Well, what's to say we can't do that, yeah. you know, obviously. And I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> you know, people might think that this is a bit like pie in the sky to say this, but who would have thought a year ago that we, that we would have been doing this with ring of honor? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, 
and I can tell you for a fact that we've had there have been there have been many discussions there we've been approached many times by Impact Wrestling. You know, obviously there's a history there for us, and and we haven't you know we we've we just haven't been able you know the, the opportunity hasn't been right. We've you know we've we've sort of been tempted, but just said you know can't make it work right now and different things. Look, uh, who knows? This, you know, it it could go it could go even higher. It could yeah. go. Who, who knows? It could go. You know, look. <laughs> I'll say this to you guys now. Triple H, I heard, I heard for a fact that he has a, a, a replica of the ten pounds of gold on his office wall. Well, they said, tell Hunter if, if, if he wants a shot at the real one, <laughs> all he has to do is ask. I, I don't know? doubt it for one second. Being he's an all old he ha- look, fan, he's got he's he's got Billy's number. All he has to do is pick up the phone and make it happen. Okay, <laughs> if you're scared, but- just say you're scared. <laughs> oh, we we getting more challenges issued here tonight for the ten pounds of gold. <laughs> you know, I, he, you know, he, he for, for whatever reason that they you know they 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 couldn't find uh they couldn't find an opportunity for me, so I I went and made my own. You know, and and now it's paying dividends, like for, for same same as you know for Cody and for uh, you know many other guys who are proving that you know that this there's a lot more to this than just getting signed to a contract these days. What I found interesting that you guys are doing, it's um, it's like everything, it's what's old is new again. The NWA yes. title, when I was growing up, it, in the 80s, I'm the oldest guy of the, of the little crowd here on the Big Gold Belt podcast. The NWA title was the belt that traveled around, that went to the different territories and got defended against the local stars. And so, which was cool because it always created new matchups. It always created new opponents. It wasn't just cycling the same, you know, three or four guys right. all the time. And that's what I like that I'm seeing that you're bringing back with your Aldous Crusade mm-hmm. is you're, you're taking the belt all over. And when I look at the list of opponents you faced, I mean, Crimson, Tommy Dreamer, Brandon Scott up in MCW, Matt Cross, uh, and that then the Hulk match. You, you, people should go out of their way to see that match I had with Brandon Scott. I tell you what, that that kid can go. Oh yeah, I've seen some good stuff out of him since he's another guy from yeah. our area here, and um, all the way to China with Colt Cabana. I mean, yeah, making history at that. <laughs> hey, look. Sometimes you got to make history, and and, and <laughs> you know, sometimes it means you don't make a lot of friends. <laughs> I've done my share of both. All right, first ever British-born, recognized world champion of a major American promotion, first ever Global Force champion, and now the guy who's bringing the ten pounds of gold back to glory. <laughs> There's no and, lies there. Yeah, the the the, the no, variety of opponents. Yeah, I know. I really do. Uh, you know, and I um. I, I appreciate this, the, the the sentiment from a lot of people uh, as far as the the traveling champion thing, and 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 that was again something that was sort of organic um, that sort of came around just based on you know my existing bookings that I already had, and then we were sort of you know working on the fly a little bit as far as like how do we approach this, you know what do we do for a title match and stuff like that, and um, obviously you know we the, the NWA. You know they they they're gonna approve you know the opponents and they're gonna make sure that you know that that it's presented in the right way for the most part. Um, obviously, it's not always an exact science, but you know the, we started talking about it and I and I said, look, every single existing booking that I already had, the second that I won the NWA title, which again is a testament to the work we had done with Ten Pounds, 
within within a day of of of, of winning that that title in in December, all of these promotions that I already had stuff in the books for, you know, right through, you know, the, like up until this point, you know, I, I already had bookings as far as the summer. They they all would say, what? How do we make this a title match? You know, can we make this an NWA title match? Who do I need to talk to at the NWA? And, and I, we just got to a point where we said. <laughs> Let's just go. Let's do all of them. You know, let, let's let's make them all title matches. You know, unless 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 for whatever reason they wanted to do like a, like it was. A, I did a couple of tag matches in House of Hardcore and stuff like that. But you know, for the most part, it's like look, let's go and defend this title as you know as many places as possible and get people, you know, understanding and recognizing this as as the world championship again. Absolutely. Been, you've been quoted as saying that by doing that, you're reestablishing the legacy of the NWA title. And yes. th that is really what it, what it feels like. I think that the combination of what you were saying with, with the, the 10 pounds of gold YouTube series, bringing the belt to a new generation of fans that aren't as familiar with it. And then right. taking it out on the road to all these shows. It's it, at the, this point, it's, you know, it, it's, you know, you, a lot of people would say it's branding. Of course it's branding. It's, it's getting it out there. It's getting it in front of people. And so it's, it's. I think it's really remarkable how much ground's been covered in not even a, a year yet. I mean, and you've only had the belt since December 9th. Yes, and I'll tell you one of the most rewarding moments for me was um, we we shortly after uh, when I when I when we started the crusade, you know, which was because we had a, a, a whole bunch of bookings in, the, and we started in um, in LA with with uh, Ellsworth. Um, we went to the UK. And I had um, something, I think it was like seven, something like six or seven title defenses in, a, in like a nine day stretch. And um, one of the nights we were in, we were in this, in a town called Exmouth. It's a beautiful little town on the South coast. And uh, it was a great building. Um, and uh, this little kid came up like uh, when I was doing an autograph signing, I maybe like seven or eight years old. And he just, you know, he came running up to me and just, he knew everything. He'd seen every episode of 10 pounds. He knew the whole, and he was just like, oh, you know, when you said this and then they did that and then you beat Tim Storm and, you know, and this is seven year old kid and he's, and he's invested in the NWA world's championship, you know, like, and, and we looked at that and went, okay, this, this is, this is hitting, you know, as long as, as long as we can continue to get, you know, build the momentum because, you know, eyeballs is everything. Yeah, but but you know, the, but the patience comes from going. Look, you know, you, some people, and we've seen it in wrestling time and time again. Some people rush their product to market too fast, you know, and they reach critical mass. And that you know, they they promise all this stuff, and then people go, okay, now what? You know, we we just said, look, we're just we're just gonna we'll we'll build this in a from a quality standpoint where, you know. Uh, over time, the people that do see it are super invested in it, and and the people that don't, you know, they get told by the people that do, and they go, "Like oh, you're missing out. You need to see this." Yeah. And we get that, you know, that that's that to me is how you build in the modern era. We are nobody. Even if you took all of the other companies and combined their resources, you still don't come close to the resources that WWE have, especially now, like mm -hmm. where they've just signed to monster rights fee deals on top of the network on their share prices through the roof i mean they are doing they're doing so much right but they are a monster an absolute monster in the market but we can do you know the the, the key is to do the things that they don't do because they don't need to which is 
you know, take the time to luxuriate over one particular story like this or one particular aspect, which for us is the, the asset, which is the NWA World's Championship and, and building that credibility and that legacy again and, and, and making that mean something. And again, it, it comes down to, the, you know, the proof being in the pudding in the sense that come September 1st, we're doing everything we can, all of us, you know, and I'm I'm 100% confident that the atmosphere is going to be off the charts. It's going to be electric, and and people are going to be invested in that. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's truly remarkable. Again, I mean, that's the key word tonight. But I mean, when you when you have older adults and and to not to have the complacent mindset on to how to run a business or measure of success to stoop down to saying what aren't we doing or how can we be different or how can we gather another reach of crowd. I mean, it's it's. It's all it's the all the reasons why stuff like all in and this like you've been quoted saying this is one of the craziest years in wrestling ever. Yeah, and, and it's and it's not over. We're only halfway through, boys. Right. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you know we're hearing your side of the story to it now, um, and obviously we we we've uh, seen on YouTube and other things about um, Cody's mindset and Young Bucks into this. Considering how you guys operate from mm-hmm. from businessmen. I can only imagine what you guys are already thinking about for 2019 because no one just gets there and says, oh, okay, we sold it and we're done now. The the, the, the gears are clicking again. So now how do we capitalize off of this? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is not, this is not a finishing point. This is a, this is a launching point, you know, and, and uh, you know, there are different things floating around and there are different. And I think that all comes down to the same thing is it comes down to a, a vision, you know, n- none of us, None of us. Uh, the, the the key is to have a, a a vision in your mind. I've always believed this. This was a, uh, this was something that Arnold Schwarzenegger said very famously uh, at a at a at a, um, a commencement speech at a university, a graduation speech, where he, you know he said, you know, uh, you you need to think about who you want to be, not what you know yeah. who, because you know um, I hear sometimes you know like take the take the guys who are like the biggest successes in the business like Stone Cold Steve Austin and and Steve is so humble about his success he'll say you know I was in the right place at the right time and I was there and he's like yeah you were but you were also you put yourself in the right place at the right time you know and you and you and you would and you would like absolutely ready for that thing when it came you know it, it it's like and and that's sort of how it, on a on a smaller level obviously because no one's no one's reached that level you know that, that steve did but like in in some ways it's like i i understand that feeling a little bit now because i because i went i wasn't really sure how you know i couldn't articulate in december or even before december before i won the championship i couldn't i couldn't have told you how it was going to happen but I just, I had a, a very clear vision in my mind that but by the time this is said and done, or, you know, by the time my reign is, is you know, is done, right, this, this time, this, this title run, if, you know, if and when, as and when, and, and again, didn't have, any, didn't have any details of this, but I was like, this is going to be defended on a big time show in a big time arena, you know, with a big time feel, and it's going to feel like, the NWA title matches that I, you know, that I saw, you know, that with, with Flair and Dusty or Flair and Steamboat or, you know, Terry Funk and, you know, Harley Race. Like, the, I, I just, it was, the vision was too strong in my mind. It was too powerful. We all, and we, and, and we were all in it together. And we had, and we had a, you know, again, I'm sure we all had different ideas like well maybe it could happen this way maybe it could happen that way but the key was that we all had that same clear vision and then and and suddenly it's like you know 
a few months ago, we hear, we have this, you know, brief conversation and then there's this other conversation and then we, you know, and then, and then Cody, you know, Cody and, and Billy and Lagana start having a conversation and then Cody and I meet and have a conversation and it's, you know, and next thing you know, it's like, here we go, here it is. Because it yeah, intersected with his vision for himself and, and, you know, and everything like that. And that's what I'm talking about was it's like you, you attract the right people when you're in that, in that frame of mind, you attract the people with the same one. And then suddenly you're like your powers combine and then boom, here we go. <laughs> that's exactly what I was about to say as we were talking about that. Obviously this is attracted Cody's vision that he's envisioning himself as the NWA world heavyweight champion. And up until a month ago, we weren't, expecting that at all i mean up until that press conference happened when cody dropped that bombshell we right. didn't know that was the plan and then i'm sure it's somewhat from what we saw when you made the appearance in london to confront him about it um yeah you were somewhat blindsided by him uh being the gambler he is <laughs> and um well look, you refer to you yourself know. as the dealer at that point since you are the man holding the gold i am the dealer that's how it works <laughs> okay. Again, you know, we're talking about a big time prize fight here, gentlemen. You know, we're not talking about some Mickey Mouse, you know, one night only affair. I mean, this is a, you know, this is a big time thing. And I understand like the stakes. And I also understand the fact that this is, this is different in the sense that unlike this is where this is, you know, look, Bill, Billy and I will butt heads, you know, the same way that I'm sure at times, Dave Lagana and I will butt heads and, and, you know, over the, because that's just, that's the nature of business. That's the nature of guys, you know, with strong egos and strong visions. But what I can say is that there is, it's, it's a completely different ball game now. Like, it's not a case of like, well, you're under contract to us. We own your ass. You know, you do exactly what we, you know, like, look at my, look at my TNA title run. You know, I busted my ass for six years to get, to, to, you know, and, and stuck around when I probably had an opportunity to, 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 to go somewhere else. And I, I stuck it out because I had, because in my mind, I thought if I stick it out, I think I'm going to win the championship here. And I've, and I, and I'd put in enough time at that point and been through enough, you know, BS that I wanted to, I wanted to prove a point and go, I'm going to make it to the top of this company. And I did. And then, you know, and then look what happened. Like, <laughs> you, you know, it, it's like, because, the, the the structure of that contract and the way it was laid out was like they own my ass you know there's nothing you can do even when you know that the way you're going wasn't right it's like well you know too bad that's not the way it works here the way it works now is is this is real yeah. the reason that this is resonating with people because you know people keep saying to me oh, it feels so real it is real like uh, you know, we, we do all negotiate this stuff together. Like we, you know, we, <laughs> at the end of the day, you don't, you don't make it to a high level without having at least some degree of, of business sense. So why would you not utilize that? If you were, a, if you were a promoter, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with, you know, with high level talent, you wouldn't, you know, it's, 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 it's asinine to me, this, this, this mentality of like, Oh, you, you know, we don't pay you to make decisions. We just pay you to wrestle. You know, it's like, well, we're all, you know, we're all businessmen here guys, because like, we're, you know, we're, we're independent contractors and we work this stuff out like gentlemen. And, and again, when you do look at the result, like I was there for, you know, when I, I stood across the ring from Cody in London, 
you know, feelings like that don't come along every day. Like there was an electricity there and there was a feeling there because people knew like I'm witnessing something unusual here. This is a, this is a different ball game we're looking at now. And that's because, you know, you're looking at two alphas who call their own shots. And speaking right, of which, you, you upped the ante there when you uh, uh, confronted Cody in London and made it that he can't just ask for the title shot. He's got to put up something else, hopefully that he's uh, in the running for at Ring of Honor. So right. the, pot, the pot's only gotten bigger, and that's only going to attract more attention and more interest in my mind. Right. No doubt. And, and, right. I, and, I, and look, I, again, that comes down to what I was saying before, which is it's common sense, right? There's, there's a, when, when I saw that, when I, and again, this is, this is legit. When I saw that that was a thing, um, you know, and, and I said, well, and I said, hang on a second, this guy's, he wants a shot at the NWA title but he's got a, won a championship match coming up soon. Obviously we don't know the outcome there. And, 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 but I said, but I hold all the cards here because he wants my championship, but I don't want him walking in with a championship of his own. If he's not willing to put that up too. So that was where that came from. And it, to me, it just made common sense, you know, and, and it doesn't mean that if he, if he's unsuccessful in, winning the Ring of Honor championship that the, there's no match at all in per se. I'm just saying, look, if you've got, if, if, if you've got an asset too, then, you know, put your money where your mouth is. If you're all in, be all in. No, exactly. That's exactly my next question is that, you know, you are the dealer. And if a player does not have a wager, is there a bet here to be made? Um, considering he does go for the always championship at um, best in the world against uh, Dalton Castle and Marty Scroll, which, uh, record has it or history has it that uh, Don Castle has beat both of them. Um, he's won the ROH championship from Cody and he's mm -hmm. defended it and was successful against Marty Scrow, which I know I was in the front row for that. For that's that. right. And and so the, the, the odds aren't really against are really against Cody here, which means that, yeah, what do you do as a businessman now? Because now not only are you just a dealer, he doesn't have anything to bet here. So he has no seat at your table. Right. Well, and look, there are there are other there are other chips to play besides championships. You know what I mean? This is, this is professional wrestling. Okay. Emphasis right. on the pro part. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we, 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 there's, you know, we got to talk about the Benjamins, but <laughs> you know, that, that, those are those, some of those details will be behind closed doors and that and they'll be settled one way or another. But he has a, he has a nice ring. He wears around. That might sure be does. nice to put on your mantle. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a little gaudy for my taste, but, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there are certainly there are certainly assets at play that we can that we can discuss. <laughs> right on. I, I wanted to ask you, uh, Champ. You, we're going into All In in September, and it's a first of its kind uh, match and a first of its kind uh, event. How important is it while we're in this wrestling renaissance for uh, events like All In to to spurn uh, seemingly out of nowhere, seemingly almost as a dare um, uh, against the powers that be? And uh, also, how important is it that we, we involve everyone in this wrestling renaissance, be it New Japan, CMLL, uh, you know, guys in Germany, Europe, Australia, whatever, and make it a worldwide event? 
other than uh, just the Walmart of wrestling WWE? Well, I, I see. I, I don't necessarily see All In as a as a rebellion against WWE. I see it as a I see it as a as a bunch of guys who wanted to prove that uh, it was it was more of a rebellion against the mentality that you can only be a star if you're in the WWE. Right. I've said many times um, that guys, the biggest mistake guys are making coming into the business and it plays into WWE's hands is that guys come into the business now and their mentality is to get signed by WWE. That's their, you know, that, and I was the same. Everyone's at everyone's goal. Everyone comes into the business. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I, but ultimately they're all, you know, they're all driving towards the same destination, which is to get signed by WWE. So, and my point on that is, so wait, you're going to, you're going to go into a creative industry where you're going to own your own IP. You're going to be a 1099. You're going to do all this stuff. And your goal is to get to a point where somebody else owns your ass and like tells you what to do. And, you know, and, and then says, oh, you're not that anymore. Now you're this guy. Right. And look, that's, you know, yeah. Like they're McDonald's. Right. Like everybody in the world knows who they are, that, you know, their logo, their branding, everything else. But hey, maybe it's time for In-N-Out Burger. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, people get I, I don't I don't I don't remember the last time I saw someone get really excited about a McDonald's. Right. But when they opened a five guys in Leicester Square in London, they were lined up around the block and people were losing their shit. You know, and it's like, are they going to are they going to be? Yeah, you know, uh, is is Five Guys going to challenge? You know, going to you know going to challenge McDonald's in terms of market share? Not really, not particularly, because it's McDonald's. You know what I mean? They're they're, they're everywhere, but it's par for the course. And you know, it, there there are there are different ways to penetrate the market. And I've always just said that you know, to me, what I wished I'd figured out sooner, because now I have figured it out, and and within the last couple of years, like I've I've you know, I've actually applied it and put it in, you know, and now it's coming to fruition is your goal should be to draw money. Yep. Your goal should be to present yourself in a way that makes people go, Ooh, <clears throat> when that guy wrestles that guy, that's a big time matchup. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have, I, WWE has never paid me a dime. They have never, they have never made me a vignette. They've never done, you know, they've never done anything to promote my name or my brand. Right. You know, that, that so, what you know, whatever we, other people have, other companies have, and obviously Billy has invested a lot of his money in, uh, and, and Dave has invested a ton of his time in doing a lot to present me in that way. But I've also invested a lot of my own time and money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like they're they're, they're you know they're, they're, what you're talking about now is 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 an asset, and it's like when you look back at the business, Hulk Hogan you know, was Hulk Hogan before he got to the WWF. He, he walked in the doors as Hulk Hogan. He created that, you know, Ric Flair was Ric Flair. Like the, the, there are, you know, obviously there are, there are examples in the modern era, but when you go back and look at that, you know, that when it was, when it was more independent, you know, guys was sort of, everyone was sort of calling their own shots. The result was you got a lot of big time players because, you know, it forced that out of people. And I think it's just taken a while for the business to, to, to level out like that. Because mm -hmm. I think after a while people started to realize like there's only so many spots in WWE. 
You know, we can't all be there at once. As much as I would love for me and all my friends and all the top guys in WWE and everyone else to all be, you know, to, to all be headlining pay-per-views and blah, blah, blah. There's, there's only a certain amount of spots available. And what are we going to do? Just go, no, yeah, it's cool. We'll just wait our turn. No, <laughs> F that. Like, I'll make my own turn. That's right. It, you know, the more and more we talk to you now, I I, I really have never really realized how much you and uh, Co- Cody Rhodes' uh, careers are really synonymous about investing in yourself. And it just makes sense now that you guys are on a clash course with each other come September 1st. It's fate. It's absolutely <laughs> true. And, and it's... Uh... I think you'll see that play out over the, you know, over the next few months and, you know, leading up to all in, but it's, uh, it, you're not the first person to make that observation. Um, but you are one of the first to make it publicly. So, you know, kudos to you on that. Um, but it's, it's certainly one of those things where contrasting origins for sure, you know, yeah. Cody was born into the business, born into, you know, wrestling royalty. Um, but the, you know, that comes with pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I, I have never, and would never cite that as a criticism of him. I would certainly, you know, because I understand both sides of that. We both, we both have a number of misconceptions that we have to battle against all the time. Uh, and we both have, you know, we, we, we're both polarizing in the sense, because when you're, when you have when you have the courage to to communicate and articulate your vision for yourself and put it out there and actually have the the balls to to commit to it you know there are always going to be people who who are fearful of that and then will you know will do their best to tear it down but it also attracts people's interest at the same time and i think that's what you're you know you're looking at now and that's and you're right that's why i think we were destined to collide yeah and an- another thing to add to that too is um from watching the 10 pounds of, uh, of gold series, um, you know, you two, you and Cody are complete badasses. There's, there's no doubt. But when you guys talk about how much this means to you all and, and the, and the legacy that you both carry, um, you see the passion. So, you know, you, you, it's almost like, like we've been talking all night when you invest in yourself and your heart's really into it and, and, and your mind is, sort of kind of the the decision and making factor of it but nonetheless your heart is still pushing you towards doing what you feel is right no doubt you sell out ten thousand tickets in in 28 minutes it, it just it's just it's fate it's, sure. just, it's supposed to happen that well way. and i think I, I think you know that yeah and i think that you know look the the the, the bucks have to be have to be given a, a huge chunk oh, of that absolutely credit, you know absolutely like, this is the this is their this is their baby you know what i mean like yeah. nick and matt I, I, you know, I've known them. We, you know, people forget this because again, you know, especially when you're, especially with the the mentality of a certain chunk of wrestling fans who I feel now are fine, you know, that, that mentality is starting to, starting to dissipate now because people are just starting to like wise up and just realize like, no, let's just, let's just all, you know, let's just all get behind this and have good energy towards wrestling business. But certainly, uh, you know, there's this, you know, the, the troll brigade, like when you're six foot four, and you know, 250 pounds, and you know, you know, fairly good looking from most, from you know, from all accounts. You know, I'd hate to hate to say that about myself, but you know, it's <laughs> something that I've heard from time to time. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you bag, you know, you you bag one of the hottest babes in the business, one of the best of all time. You know, like you 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 know, it's not not that you know, obviously you're going to leave yourself wide open to a lot of criticism, and it's and and but people forget this that like so they like to create this sort of false history, like oh. 
he, you know, he got this handed to him and he got that handed to him. And Cody gets the same thing, you know, oh, he's his dad and blah, blah, blah. You know, and it, but I remember a time where in TNA, there was, there were like three locker rooms. There was like the, the air conditioned, nice, like top guy locker room with like leather couches and this and that. And that's where, <laughs> you know, that's where like, you know, the, the, the stings and the Kevin Nashes and the Kurt Angles and people like that would, would dress. And then there was this other trailer that that's where your AJ Styles and you guys like that would, would dress. And then there was this third trailer and it was me, the Young Bucks, Kazuchika Okada, you know, and, like, and, and a bunch of other guys. And, and fast forward, you know, like we, we used to sit there and, you know, half the time we wouldn't be on, we wouldn't be on the show, you know, we'd be showing up like, oh, you've got, you know, they say, no, like we're just playing, like playing crazy golf in the, in the dressing room, you know, whatever. Suddenly, you know, and then like fast forward to, I remember like texting with those guys in like 2013, I was a TNA champion that they were, they were riding high in New Japan and Kazuchika Okada was like headlining the Tokyo Dome, you know, so it was like, there's a, there's a, a long time sort of kinship there with those boys and, 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 and my, myself and a, and a bunch of other guys. And, um, I, you know, the amount of times I pitched Marty Skrull to TNA over the years and told him, look, you need this guy now because mm-hmm. in one year, two years from now, this guy's going to be like the hottest thing. And I'm, I'm happy to say that because I know I said it, it's true. Like, and, the, the people in the business who, who have the courage to admit when, you know, what, like that, that kind of thing, like, like I ran into Bruce Pritchard in New Orleans, you know, that was one of the first things because he would, because Marty and I were there hanging out together. And that was one of the first thing Bruce comes over and he's like, you know, he's complimenting Marty on his work. And he says, he, yeah, he said, yeah, he, he did. He, you know, he told me <laughs> this guy, like, you know, get this guy. like, and so, you know, there's, it's always going to be the same. Guys, when they reach their, you know, sort of thirties, like that tends to be, that tends to be the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. There's because you, you hit that sweet spot of respect, but also, you know, youth and, and excitement with people. And there will, those stories are not, they're not, you know, it's, we're not the first people to have that every, you know, almost all of them at some point, you know, someone, someone treat them like a jabroni in the, in their, in their early days. And you use all that and it, and it all comes around, but it's, you know, but it's what all in is to me in many ways is, um, you know, they could have made it like, I hate to say, I, I, I don't, I don't mean to say this in a sort of negative way, but they could have, they could have gone with all the safe options, right? They could have gone with, you know, the, the ones who are, who are not going to get any sort of um, polarizing response on the internet. They could have, they could have just filled it with, with a lot of the sort of, uh, you know, of that crowd. Mm-hmm. And instead, the first thing that comes out is Cody says, I'm challenging for the NWA World's Championship. So then everyone goes, wait, Nick Aldis is the NWA champion. You know what I mean? And suddenly, <laughs> like, would have who would have said that, right? But but now now look at what everyone's saying. And it's, you know, that to me is, is, is as gratifying as any feeling I've had in, in the business my whole career, you know, which is over a decade at this point. So it's to me, it's amazing to think that the, there's already 10,000 tickets sold. The match is already announced. It's already getting this much buzz and this much publicity. And we're still, see, July, August, we're still three months. three months away from it even happening. 
So the yeah. snowball is only going to grow as we get closer to September 1st in Chicago. Well, and, and, and a lot can happen. A lot can change. <laughs> Who knows? We, we, a lot we, of may, we may not be worthy for that, but I can see something very much burning up in your eyes. <laughs> Again, you are the dealer. <laughs> my dogs are turning all right sooner but by the time this the time all in has happened i want to see a i want to see a replica of the 10 pounds of gold sitting behind you not those not those toy belts you've got, you got right it. now you got it i definitely <laughs> I, I definitely plan on having a picture with you uh with it on saturday that's already has been my mindset so um right. we'll, we'll start there for sure i i do <laughs> I, I do have to ask one question um so initially when the announcement was made at the all-in press conference uh, Billy Corgan did get up there to say that you will be defending it. And um, you, you you were quoted by saying that um, you felt like you wasn't respected and um, and no one approached you about it. And unless, you know, someone tossed you, nothing was happening, you know, before the announcement came out. I just want to know on your mindset initially when that happens, can you speak about your relationship with Billy being able to put you in a position like that without consulting you? Is is it more? Well, of a, look, it's there's a little bit of gamesmanship. Okay, I understand the process. You know, this is this is the dynamic that exists between promoter and you know and 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 top talent is that every now and then there's a little bit of a chess game that goes on in that you don't want as the promoter he doesn't want someone you know going rogue, and the talent doesn't want to be dictated to because he, you know, because he felt like he put himself in that position. So, you know, there, there's always going to be a little bit of gamesmanship back and forth. And ultimately what it comes down to is that I'll, you know, you got to, you got to sell the match. I understand that. So when I say that I was, you know, disrespected, that might have been a bit of a stretch because I think ultimately the underlying thing with Billy and I is respect because I think that ultimately that's the reason why we, you know, why he tests me every now and then and I test him every now and then because it's, it's, it's alpha male, you know, Billy's, Billy's the owner. He's the house. I'm the dealer, but yeah. he's the house. Right. But you know, one does not exist without the other and it's a two way street. And it's just, you know, every now and then it's, it's just, you have to have a little bit of a, a, a pissing contest and that brings out the best in everybody. You know, that's, that's just the way I, I enjoy that stuff. You got to enjoy that stuff. If you're going to be, if you're going to, if you're going to operate at this level, you got to enjoy a little bit of a pissing contest every now and then. <laughs> Sounds good. So, um, I had, I think I had one more question. Did you, Jamal, did you have anything you want to get in there? Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask. So uh, we can talk a little bit uh, about Nova Pro in a second, but you, you have so many uh, matches and you defended in all over the world. Uh, is there anybody that you think that hasn't asked you yet, but is worthy for a shot? Like, did you would you like to test your uh, wrestling wrestling acumen in the ring for the ten pounds of gold or not uh, versus someone special? I and mean, who would that be? Well, there's 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 a lot of names. Um... You know, when you when you talk about that, um, certainly the ones that spring to mind, maybe maybe a Jeff Cobb, uh, maybe a Matt Riddle, you know, and, um, you know, Marty and I are good friends, but ultimately, you know, he's deserving of a shot. 
And if that was to, you know, if that was to come about, then I wouldn't turn it down because, you know, it's, it's about business. Um, but it's like I said to you before, you know, we're, we're not, I don't believe anymore. And I think that as we go forward, it's going to, we've already proven, we've already knocked down one wall, you know, and, and others are going to come tumbling down. So if the, the way I see it, I'd see this as the real world's championship. So if somebody from any other promotion, WWE, Impact, New Japan, wherever they want, if they want to make it happen, just put up the money and make it happen. Don't be a punk. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you know, Triple H, he he break he he busts out his boots a couple of times a year, and you know, and he's he's you know he's still in he's he's still in great shape. He's still doing his workouts in his basement every. You know, stop putting him on Instagram. You know, put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> right. You want a shot? Just just put the you know just put the money up and ask. I mean, you've got a ring. You know, you've got a show. You've got your own network. <laughs> want to make it happen stop being a punk make it happen <laughs> you've held a lot of championships but you never held the 10 pounds of gold there's only one but 10 it, pounds know, of gold since and I, and I know i'm jesting i know i'm jesting but but truthfully you know it is i do genuinely believe that when i'm saying it in the sense that once upon a time people people know who would think about this and this was and i'm not going to take the credit for this i don't know who said it but someone someone on youtube so one of the YouTube comments was this, and yes, I, I read them because you know we're this that, this is the new age. We engage with our audience. That's right. And one one person said, "Who would have thought, you know, two years ago or whatever it was, that that a former TNA World Champion and a former Ring of Honor World Champion would be headlining the first non WWE event to draw over ten thousand fans in almost two decades for the NWA World Championship." All of those things, okay. So when I when when I say that anything is possible, it is. Yeah. And it can. All that all that has to happen is the, everyone has to want it, and everyone has to have the courage to make it happen, and don't hide behind you know pen and paper. Yeah, I mean, we did see Conor McGregor fight Floyd Mayweather last year, so <laughs> anything really could happen in the world of combat sports you know, and sports they, entertainment. They they made it. They they made a little. They made a little bit of money. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Walk away empty-handed. I look. I me me knowing Dana White's uh like like mindset and, and and kind of like how he like how he runs his business. I'm I guarantee he has a close eye on this all-in event and wondering what can the UFC do to draw something as big as you what you guys are doing. Well, I mean, look, you know, even again. Like that, it's it's kind of the same thing, and 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 Connor was the guy who was able to to make it happen. Why? Because Connor is a strong enough personality by himself, and by and and does, and and is a one man enterprise. Yeah, that he was able to say, no, I want to fight Floyd Mayweather. I'm putting my UFC career on hold. Never, you know, okay. They they don't want that. They don't want guys going rogue like that. But you know, sometimes you can't help it. It's going to happen. But the difference is that's where that's where Billy and the NWA are different. You know, Billy is ahead of his time he's i'm telling you now like would you 10 years 20 years from now people will look back on this and go oh like yeah. well, you know the, the prize fight approach to pro wrestling that's us i okay. even have i even have it in my notes too i was going to ask you to chime in on what you uh on on billy uh on billy's 12 20 year plan that he's uh been quoted for um uh, about for a while but now that i think about it <laughs> I watched the 10 pounds of gold series. I mean, more and more, we're getting a, a, a glimpse into his mind and I, I'm just more or less uh, well, 
excited to see it manifest than to even yeah. have a like all of my own or what people, it is. People, yeah, people, well, when people first had a 20-year plan, they went, oh, God, a 20-year plan. Like, <laughs> whoa. And now, now, now look where we are. Less than one year. Yeah. Right. And right. You, and so you imagine what 20 early. years looks like. No, no, and you said it earlier when everyone tries to do it all too fast at one moment, then look what happened. There's something I definitely can draw that to. I won't even bring right. up, but uh, there's a right. there's a particular thing that uh, that a certain company tried to do um, over in the UK and it never manifested to anything. They had a good idea and they said, oh, we're going to just do this. And it never happened. So no, you can't because you you can't like, first of all, you can't shoot your wad like that. You know, you, you like the and because they don't that, that, like I know who you're talking about. I worked for them. Yep. They don't have they didn't have the aptitude, you know, and ultimately uh, it, it comes down. You know, you can't you, what you can't buy is your own talent and your own, you know, you, you can you can you can surround yourself with with different people. But if if you don't have a clear vision, a clear path to success. It doesn't matter anyway, but what, you know, what Billy has is, is patience and it's the one thing that's missing the most in the business and it's, we're, we're, we're proving it. And what it comes down to again is quality, you know, we're, we're putting something out that makes people talk and makes people, because ultimately you can go, Oh, we've got big announcements coming up, big things on the horizon, blah, 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 blah. But like, you know, it, ultimately it still comes down to okay well what's your product though Let, let's see it you know right. and exactly. we, we, have, we haven't made any promises we just we just said this is the nwa and this is the nwa world's championship and this is the nwa champion and but here's the history you know is it just a few glimpses you know just to remind people as we go forward that you know what we have is the oldest and most prestigious you know, world's championship history in, in, in wrestling. And we have a legacy that dates back to Luthez, Dory Funk Jr., Jack Briscoe, Harley Race, Terry Funk, Ric Flair, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Sting, you know, and, you know, you can't create that. Yeah. You know, you either have it or you don't. And there's, you know, we have we have it. And the only other, the only other title that comes close is the WWE title. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's where we're at. And, and I take great pride in the fact that, no matter what anyone thinks of me, when it's all said and done, they will look at this and go, you know, once once this guy got his hands on it, you know, now we're talking about it again, and now it's and now it's back in a, back back where it needed to be. I think the build has been very organic. It's been very authentic because, like you said, that lineage is there. So it's just been a matter of bringing that back and putting it out via YouTube to where people could see it. And now that you're taking it on the road and bringing the product to all these towns, to all these different countries, to our own backyard this Saturday at Nova Pro Wrestling on yeah. Saturday, June 9th against Isaiah Frazier. It's everyone's going to see it firsthand. Oh, Frazier. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Will that happen Saturday? Will that happen at Annandale at the firehouse? <laughs> he, 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 he may, he may, it may be down goes Frazier. It may be Frazier taps out. I'll have oh. to make up my mind on Saturday night. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people at Nova that are there. They're, the, the announcement of the match a month ago really surprised a lot of people. A lot of people weren't expecting it. And I think all eyes are definitely going to be on seeing the NWA World Heavyweight Champion in Nova Pro this Saturday. It's, it's a really exciting development. And 
I really like the idea of that this is happening all over the place. This isn't just happening here. It's happening in MCW. It's happening in China. It's happening in the UK. It's going to happen at all in. It's going to happen all over. So mm-hmm. everyone's getting yeah. an opportunity to see it firsthand and up close. Yeah, I appreciate that. And 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 it's, um, you know, I... I uh, uh, some people know this about me you know yes yes i'm british and obviously that's always been a, a, a sort of a, a point a, a, a notable point as you know for me in my career and yes i'm a national treasure you know <laughs> yes i couldn't make it to the royal wedding despite the invite but i am but i do you know i do live in virginia and and it's nice to be able to you know i've had many over the years many many times especially since i won the title people are like Wait, when, you know when are we going to see a, a title defense here in in virginia you know because it's the mid-atlantic and there's so much history here and everything else. So yeah, it's, it's, it's great to be able to do that. And, and uh, you know, Nova showed himself to be a smart promotion by making it happen and look at the response. There you go. And there may not be tickets available for all in anymore in Chicago, but there are tickets available for this Saturday for Nova pro. So people need to come out and see the NWA world champion firsthand up close this Saturday, June 9th. Yes, no, no doubt. Like, I have, of everything you said, um, I think the only thing that I, I forgot to bring up is that there is this rumor around there floating on there in a, on the interweb, as they like to say, um, that uh, Mrs. Taylor Swift was in your inbox at a point, but you decided not to return her messages. So is there any concern that a, a, a breakup diss song may be coming your way very soon? It's not a breakup. You know, other people, I'm a married man. Well, you she's a little <laughs> she's a little nutty on that case. So <laughs> she might have messaged you and thought y'all was together. <laughs> she she don't want to tussle with she don't want to tussle with my wife. You Not know at all. I mean? Like that's <laughs> that ain't a fight she's gonna win. Maybe that's all great, she she great greatest of all time. That's right. You know, but, but you know, like, like Tay Tay, you know. It's like I told her before, you know, on a, on a different time, a different place, you know, who knows? But, uh, you know, it can't happen. It can't happen now. And I, I, it, like, it's not going to be the first heart of Broken Boys. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Sounds like you might be trying to break the hearts of the Nova Pro family uh, when you come in uh, this Saturday. And um, you are definitely looking past this going towards all in. So you're... um. Obviously, looking. I don't to- look. Not, listen, I don't. I don't look past any opponent. All right, when it, when it comes to Isaiah Frazier and uh, you know Coach Cambino or whatever his name is, he's uh, you know I don't look past them. I look through them. Exactly right. where I'm looking, you know, which is making history, being the greatest NWA champion of all time. That's right. Um, well, I got one thing. We have a, a quote from Coach Gator. We'll, we'll end off with, um, and uh-huh. um, and yeah. unless any of the co-hosts have anything, that's it for me. But my my one thing is, um, I wanted to bring it up earlier, but you did say how a lot of people were asking how come you got the title shot or you were getting the chances and stuff like that. Um, and it's it's not sort of that. It's not sort of say I want to. Uh, how do you feel about that remark? But I want to know. Um, sort of say when you do hear that. But also at the same time, you give any and everyone the opportunity to step up to the plate. Ultimately, what is your motivation? But beyond just trying to defend the title all over and bring the prestige back, is there is there a, is there a self sort of like, um, like maybe ego sort of say or something that just really pushes you to say, you know, no matter the endurance, no matter where I gotta go, um, you 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 at time have to be away from your family. I mean, it's a huge toe. On, on your life as it is, but you turned down no challengers. 
but ultimately what goes through your head as the motivation to keep pushing well you know there's there's some ego there there's no doubt i mean you know you gotta have a healthy ego um you know part of it just comes down to the fact that this is this is a business you know, it's professional i got to i got to i got a, a mouth to feed um and i you know i'm an anglo-saxon warrior boys you know like we don't it's uh, yeah i want the prize fight approach to pro wrestling but you know there's there's money to be made and if i can if i can skate through a few challenges you know, without getting too badly hurt then i'm going to do that and i'm going to keep making money but what it comes down to is you know you, yeah, it's interesting you know, these remarks see people make it, it the, it's people who people who don't put themselves in the right frame of mind and they don't put themselves in the right place to get the opportunities are always the ones who are asking why certain people get the opportunities but you know this is not a you know this is not a communist business you know <laughs> everybody is not created equal right some of us yes you know you some of us have certain advantages some certain disadvantages but ultimately you know you bust your ass you put yourself in the position where you get one opportunity if you make it happen you make it mean something then another one will come and another and another and another and the business is like surfing you know you'll ride a wave as long as you can and you might wipe out or you might be able to you know and it's up to you whether you swim back out i mean it's it's interesting to me that you know he's not the first guy to make these remarks about opportunities but what's the one opportunity that i've never got wwe yeah yeah wwe championship right and they and 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 I, I was told flat out there is no opportunity for you here all right now you you got two choices when you hear something like that i just keep i just keep you know bending over for him and going like are you sure maybe something else or I go, okay fine i'll go make my own opportunity you know and it's and, and there are a lot of people in the business who have been in it for a cup of coffee who get an opportunity that you know that's and it's and it, ultimately that's you know you can't you can't waste time worrying about what other people are doing what the and 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 by the fact that he's worried about the opportunities i'm getting after after i've you know been a full-time pro wrestler since i was 18 years old and busting my ass all over the world for over a decade that tells me everything i know i need to know about the, the man because he's too busy worried about what other people do and not worried about himself and that's ultimately going to be your undoing in this business every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, the bottom line is the business is about opportunities. And if the opportunity doesn't present itself, you have to present yourself to it. Make your own mark. And that's what uh, you guys have done. Uh, that's what you've done. That's what Cody's done. That's what All In is about. It's about making your mark on, on history. And a little bit of history is coming this way to Annandale, Virginia, at the Volunteer Fire Department, part of Commonwealth Cup Weekend. We will see you this Saturday on the 9th, but it's June 8th and 9th at a 7128 Columbia Pike in Annadale, Virginia. That is at the firehouse. Get yourself some Korean barbecue. Come on over for a great weekend of wrestling. Champ, it will be great to see you in person. It will be great to see the 10 pounds of gold, that prestigious belt uh, that one would argue supersedes all, uh, all belts in North American wrestling or in hell and around the world because there's definitely more than a U.S. flag on that belt. But it's... We hope that it's going to be a, it's going to be a great weekend regardless. 
We hope that the match versus or with versus Isaiah Frazier goes well. Um, you know, he's a good kid and he has a lot of uh, you know, catching up to do in the business. And you know what? Miracles do happen. And, and one could happen this weekend. I'm not saying that it will, but, you know, you never know. That's why you got to watch. That's why you got to come out to the fire department and see Nick Aldis versus Isaiah Frazier live and in color. Never say never. Never say never. By, by the so, way, the, so the the coach Gator, the coach Gator uh, comment. Do one of you guys want to take this one? Because I'm not. <laughs> no, I, I could take it. Co- coach had some very strong words for Nick Aldis, and he simply just said, "If Nick Aldis is too scared or wants to relinquish the NWA World Title before the match, the Gator Pit will gladly accept it." So Isaiah Frazier <laughs> and the coach with strong words. Strong words. I'd like to I'd like to congratulate uh, Coach Gator on the on the use of the word relinquish. Obviously, that thesaurus that he got for Christmas is coming in handy. And um, you know, for those for for those of you who who may have heard him say it in person, uh, it will be it will be played again with English subtitles at some point in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> so so we could take it that the match is on for this Saturday. <laughs> oh, it's. It's very much on, uh, you know, you, you might not want to set your stopwatch. That's the only thing I might say about it. Oh. <laughs> we will wow, see. So. People need to come out for it. <laughs> yep. That, that's what I can tell tomorrow. you is that I will be there just like I am always there. And I will look damn good while I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. As Styling for the rest. And profiling as another uh, famous wrestler used to do. Well, uh, Nick, before we let you go, before we get out of here, um, please, uh, where can we find you on the internet? If somebody wants a, a shot at the uh, the ten pounds of gold, they want to make some make some money moves. You know, where can they find you? Well, uh, I can be reached uh, on Twitter at Real Nick Aldis. I'm verified, so check that out. Uh, and on on uh, it's, it's the same handle for my uh, Facebook fan page, and then uh, on Instagram, I'm at Nick Aldis. Um, if you want to reach out to the NWA. Every on all the channels, it's very simple at NWA and go to youtube.com slash NWA. You'll see the 10 pounds of gold. You'll see some full length matches, including my recent match with uh, China, my history making a match against Colt Cabana in China. Uh, and and um, as far as reaching out to uh, the NWA, yeah, if you, if you, you know, you get them on the on their social, you know, there, there are there are ways and means to uh, contact them. You know, you'll, you'll speak to Dave Lagana, who's the EVP, and he's really the He's really the day-to-day operations man of the of the uh, of the organization. And look, if, you, if you've got if you've got big enough balls and you've got a big enough bank, you can make it happen. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, too, a, 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 an additional uh, shout out to all the hard work that's involved in everything that's going on here with uh, Mr. Nick Aldis himself, uh, Dave Lagana. Uh, uh, um, um, the, the Young Bucks, uh, Cody, the whole All In Star cast, all all these people, uh, Billy Corgan, everyone who's involved in what a special time in wrestling right now. Where uh, September first, uh, the land the, the landscape of professional wrestling um, is 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 going to make a huge turn. And and if you've learned anything from listening to this interview, this is only the beginning. And quite frankly, this is still only the like three quarters of the year. This is another right. additional three months after this. And you you know these guys again. If you're listening, you you the, the gears are turning. Something else bigger is gonna is gonna ha- happen or be announced. So 
I get jitters just thinking about it now. I mean, the all in thing was already like a what? And then it 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 it, it was announced and then videos and then the place and the tickets went on sale. Then tickets were not on sale anymore because they were all gone. And again, only one match has been announced. And that's all it took. <laughs> so you got it, you got it, you you gotta give praise where praise is due. And and again, Mr. Nick Aldis, thank you so much for um taking time to come chat with us. Um, and we we super duper look forward to seeing you uh come in Nova Pro this Saturday, June 9th for Commonwealth Cup weekend. To Sir, well, who, who, I, I got a question. Who's who's gonna buy me some Korean barbecue? I got you. We'll take care <laughs> of you. It's done. We'll take care of you. All right. For sure. We'll I make it happen. <laughs> Honey pig on us. Yeah, for sure. That's Beautiful. our that's that's sort of our ritual anyway. We always get get a little started. Uh, before we uh, get into Nova Pro and get get the pre-show going, we, we we like to feed our bellies with some of that good old Korean, some of the best authentic Korean barbecue in the area at that too. So I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, we got you, buddy, for sure. So, um, anyways, um, for everyone that's listening or listen tuned in tonight, and um, for everyone who engaged with us on social media, um, and helped us push and promoted this, um, thank you so much, you guys. Look, if you're in this area, get 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 to the show. There's tickets available. There will be tickets at the door. Um, step over to Nova Pro's uh, Twitter page at VA Wrestling. Um, that would direct you to their Tumblr page. If you have any questions, you can't find that for some mysterious reason. Give us a DM. We'll get you in the right direction. And we look forward to seeing you guys there as the Nick Aldis will, will be defending his NWA World Heavyweight Championship come this Saturday. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next up uh, well this week. <laughs> this week. Yeah, this week. <laughs>